0: A good day has already been said. It's a joy for me to be in the house of the Lord. Old as I am, it's a blessing for me, any, for me to be anywhere. So it's especially good to be in the house of the Lord. I'd like to say before we start, it's good to have Brother Pearson and his family with us. And I hope and pray that they'll receive a blessing. And I hope that we'll receive a blessing. And I hope that you uh, come to church this morning to seek the Lord, whether you're saved or whether you're lost. I hope you come to seek the Lord, seek his will, and it's not his will, it's not that any would perish, but it all would come to repentance. <clears throat> I'm looking this morning to, in the lesson to Romans chapter 5. Uh, as you're turning there, let me say, when I was younger, <clears throat> my voice was clearer. But a year and a half ago I had COVID and I guess it settled in my upper respiratory system and, and I have problems clearing my throat, so I hope that does not annoy you. But anyway, Romans chapter 5 and uh, I've been teaching in the Romans now I guess for six months and I'm down to chapter 5. I don't do a chapter a, chapter a day, I, sometimes I don't get a verse a day done. And I think the Lord would want us to consider it carefully and not swiftly. Don't you think that's so? All right, it's good to have uh, uh, Roy and Virginia and Freddie. Hope and pray the Lord has uh, been good to them this week. Hope, it, uh, hope that everything will be worked out. And hope Roy's foot is much better. <laughs> and we're glad to have them. Okay, as I said, we're in Romans chapter 5, and my memory serves me correctly. I got down to about verse 14 when my time ran out. But I want to back up to verse 11 to get your minds where I think we ought to ha- be so that, I can, uh, t- so that we can see what the Lord would have for us in this lesson. Uh, so we're at Romans chapter 5, verse 11. And not only so, but we also joy in God... Through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Now, last Sunday, I spent a little time on that. Said, you got to be saved now. It's now. It's not when I get over yonder. I meet people who says, well, if I get over there, my good outweighs my bad. I'll be all right. Brother Chris just read us in, in Psalms 39. Verily, every man in his best state's altogether vanity. So how would that go at judgment? if we're being judged on our works to see if, see if we're saved or not. So we want to address that this morning. All right, next verse. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all for that all have sinned. Now, parentheses. What this means, is, Brother Bell t- teaches us, we're going to explain verse 11 and 12 in the parentheses here. Okay? Where, uh, uh, verse 13 for until the law sin was in the world but sin was not imputed when there's no law alright I have had people to say uh, uh, Mr. Pollard uh, uh, now I did not eat steal that apple in the garden of Eden uh, I, did not, I did not steal that apple so why, am, why is God charging me with it well uh, uh, Paul is going to explain that here no, we didn't we did not we did not do that. <clears throat> come right in. we've been waiting on you so so people say i'm I did not do that, so why does God find fault with me well but but uh the next verse, sir says nevertheless uh Death reigned from Adam to Moses over them which had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. So Paul is leading up; he's talking about the first, the, the first, uh, Adam, and he's leading up to the second Adam. But first Adam had the first Adam had influence on the, on mankind, and the second Adam has got influence on mankind. The first man brought mankind sin. The second Adam took away man's sin, if you believe him. If you believe him, see? So it's a universal situation in both cases. And that's what Paul is driving at here. You see? Uh, wherefore, wherefore, I'm in verse 12 now. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world. Who was that? That was Adam. See? And death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Well, what, what's that about? God told Adam and, and Eve, God told Adam in the garden of, of Eden, He said, In the day thou eatest of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, thou shalt surely die. That was a universal decree. Although there was one man. That was a universal decree. So Paul went ahead and explained it here by saying, uh, uh, So death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And we've already seen in chapter uh, 3, verse 21, uh, where Paul said, For all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. And I tell these people all the time, that means me and my folks, and you and your folks. That's who sinned. All of sin. See, you come here sinning. See, uh, David said, uh, I was shaken in iniquity and I came forth from my mother's womb speaking lies. So did me and you. You see what I mean? Why did we do that? Because of our nature. Our nature, our nature, our nature. Now, I, 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 you, may, uh, you probably was better than I was when I was raised, But when I was a small kid, my mama would say, uh, 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 eat your turnip greens. And I'd say, I don't want to. Well, well, why why did I say that? Because it was my nature not to do what my mother wanted me to do. Or she would say, get up, we're going to church. And I'd say, I don't want to. Well, I was telling her the true thoughts of my heart. But why was that? Why didn't I want to go to church? Because I was a rebel. I was a rebel. And all of us are rebels, and that kind of hurts people's feelings for me to say that. And and, and, and I'm not not up here uh, to insult you, but I'm telling you what the Bible said about us. See, if we don't get the right message of the Bible, you're going to go haywire when you expect to meet God. And the right message is all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, what did God do about it? Did God sit up on his great white throne and say, my my creation down there, I just can't do nothing about it. They're so rebellious. No. He didn't say anything about it. He he gave forth judgment. He gave forth judgment. See, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. See? See? God did that. He decreed that, and that's who we are. Okay, for sin, uh, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed where there's no law. And I had one person say, now see there, uh, 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 and, and, they, and I think he quoted uh, uh, where it said, uh, uh, sin, uh, the law is the strength of sin. And so he said, see there, uh, there wasn't any sin. I said, well, wait a minute. You forgot about what God told Adam. You forgot, I said if there was no sin, Cain must have been saved. You see what I mean? No, Adam brought sin into the world. And Adam brought sin on all of mankind. See, so before God, we're sinners. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not your judge. But God is. You want to remember that? God uh, the Bible says, Knoweth thee not, O man, that God will bring thee into judgment? Right. And he will. He's going to bring all of us into judgment. Uh, is it Hebrews 9, 27? Uh, For it's pointed unto man wants to die. And after this, the judgment? Right. That's to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's to everybody. All right? <clears throat> Nevertheless, death reigned, 14. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come? Now, that's a big verse. Got a lot of information in it. And, I, and you got a little bitty teacher, a little bitty man. I can't get it all, but I'll get a little of it. All right? Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Now, I know if you are a Bible reader, you can read in there where those old patriarchs lived a long, long time. Some of them lived over 900 years. And that's a long time to us, but it's not very long to God. You see what I mean? But they finally died. They finally died. What killed them? Sin. Sin. The same thing killed uh, 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 Methuselah that killed Adam. You see what I mean? All right. So, so. Death reigned from Adam to Moses. Now what Paul is saying here, he's saying, uh, don't y'all get to thinking, don't get to thinking that God is not holding those people responsible because they did not have the law of Moses. God did hold them responsible. You see what I mean? And God holds me and you responsible today. See? What does he hold us responsible for? Finding out we're sinner." finding out. Uh, go to church. Let the preacher work on us. Find out we need a savior. If you get to heaven, you going to you going to. If we get you get to heaven, you're going to heaven on somebody else's good works, not yours, not mine. You see what I mean? You going to heaven on somebody else. One feller said, "I'm going to heaven like this." He said, "If I will come to your community and and your grandparents lived in a house, and I went up to their door." And I'm a stranger, and I knocked on the door, and and they come, your grandfather come to the door and said, "Well, how can, uh, what what can I do for you?" Said, "Can I come in?" Well, I'd be a stranger, and he'd probably say no. But if I took his son or his grandson, made friends with them, and we went up there and knocked on the door, he'd look at his son, look at me, and probably say, "Come on in." This preacher said, "That's the way I'm going to heaven." Jesus is going to go in with me. You see what I mean? And you need that. You need that. You cannot go in alone. Why? Because you don't, you're not righteous enough. Now I hear these people say, and I've talked to a few of them, said, Well, I get up there, I've been baptized, and if my good outweighs my bad, I'll be all right. And, but and 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 you know, we find we find things like in the book of Isaiah. All of our works are as filthy rags. You going to get in on filthy rags? Now, I say, and this is not in the Bible, but I conclude it from the Bible, man's best state, his righteousness is right here, maybe. I'm talking about a scale now. I don't know the numbers. But God's righteousness is way up here. Now, how are you going to reach that when you're way down here? So you've got to have somebody to give you some help. you got to go to heaven on somebody else's righteousness. And I got news for you. Isaiah 53 says when God saw the travail of his soul, he was satisfied. Ain't that good? In other words, when God saw how much Jesus suffered for you, God said, I'm satisfied. Nothing Man's never paid his sin debt till now. But Jesus paid it. And you come in on it. But you got to go in on his. Because you don't have any. I don't have any. All right? So death reigned from Adam and Moses even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. That means they did not partake of the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. See, they did not do that like Adam did, yet they're sinners. You see what I mean? They're still sinners. They didn't do what Adam did, and that's what the man asked me one time. Well, Mr. Pollard, I wasn't up there. Uh, and He was trying to say I'm not chargeable. But we are chargeable. We are chargeable before God. Okay? Uh, 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 Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Who is the figure of him to come? Now, a figure is not the real deal. A figure is not the real deal. A figure is an example of somebody to come. So Adam, the first Adam, was a figure of the second Adam. Now, not not that Adam, the first Adam, was righteous. No, that's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about the first Adam affected creation. And the second Adam is going to affect creation. Now, the first Adam affected creation in a very negative way hope you'll get that. The, 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 the last Adam affected creation in a very positive way. Is that right? <laughs> okay? Okay. <clears throat> Verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, see that's just what I said, through Adam's offense men your sinners, Well, I don't want to be. Well, I didn't want to be either, but I am. Well, you you had no choice in that. You had no choice in that. See? Much more. Now, here's the good news. One lady come by and said, y'all teach a mean-spirited God. She didn't come back. I said, well, we, we, we also teach some good news. You need to listen to the good news, too. See? uh much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. See what he's saying there? See what he's saying? See, the problem with mankind today in America, and, and what, and, and, and I'm an old man, you can look at me and tell. When I was a, when I was a child, and and these people here heard this, but let me tell you again. When I was a child in rural Oklahoma on a farm, farming area, nobody worked on Lord's Day. Even lost lost farmers did not gather corn on the Lord's Day. The county seat or any town in that area, you could not buy gasoline or anything else. They were closed on the Lord's Day. Now, I saw that with these eyes. So, so, what has happened? Sin has abounded. See? Now, sin's always been sinful. But sin is abounding in our society that now people don't even know there's a hell. These people, these people who come to sin don't know there's a hell. They ain't ever, nobody ever told them that. When a, when, a, when a preacher come to our community hold a two week uh, protracted uh, revival, he never did have to preach there's a hell. Now, he preached on it, and he preached that you're going there. Right. And I mean, they, they would light the fire. But they didn't have to convince that house full of people that there's a hell. We already knew that. Right. See? And I told somebody this week, I said, when I went to school, uh, what we call elementary school, teacher would call a roll. Uh, we would sing the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, we would say, God bless America. And we would say the Lord's Prayer. And we had one lady that read us a psalm every morning. And, and, and when we got, and, and that didn't save us. I'm not advocating that. But when I got bigger, no preacher had to preach, there's a hell to me. Now sometimes you do. Because people, all, most, a lot of people in Oklahoma, all they think the word "hell" is is a byword? I got news for them that's a real place. That's a real place, and it's going to be full. It's going to be very full. okay? Now I'm back to the lesson. So by one Jesus, but by one man, Jesus Christ hath abounded unto many, abounded unto many. That means Jesus Christ saves many people. Now, I've said this before, so let me say it again carefully. You say, well, Mr. Pollard, I come here, and I, what I hear you say is that all men are saved, uh, all men are lost. That's right. Naturally speaking, we're lost. Right. I could run you again, and I run over off, and I'm afraid the church is getting tired of it. Uh, uh, Ephesians 2 and verse 3, where we're, we're sinners by, by nature, we're children of wrath. That's what Paul tells Ephesians. By nature, we're children of wrath. And people think I'm insulting them when I say that. I'm not insulting you. I'm telling you what the Bible said. And the word of God is sure. Jesus said, uh, uh, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. You see what he said? Now, he meant it. Now, you be, now that's the creator talking. You better not You better not uh, get, get in rebellion to him. You better say that if he said it, that's right. And that's what old men used to say, even though he was lost. See? Back in my young days, a bootlegger believed the Bible more than some preachers do today. Oh, yeah, that's right. They want to take the NIV and good news for modern man and and just make people feel good in their sins. See? Can I say this to you? And I say it in love. I hope if you're lost and you come here, you don't feel good. Now I'm saying and if you ever get saved, you'll come and say, Thank you, old man. I didn't know what you meant, but I know what you mean now. I don't ain't that right? Yes. I hope you don't feel good. Because that's called conviction. And in our dispensation, nobody gets saved without Holy Ghost conviction. You see what I mean? Jesus says, no man cometh unto me except my Father, which is in heaven, draw him. How does God draw you? Does he appear in a, in a person and, and say, uh, I'd like for you to get saved? No, he's, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. That's what he told a woman at the well, isn't it? Right. You see what I mean? And that's what it is. See? So, so I hope if you're lost, you get to feeling bad. I hope you'll get to say, man, what am I going to do about this? I'm in distress. That's where I was when I got saved. It looked like I was going to hell that night. Now, you don't have to do what I did. I don't teach recipe salvation. You used to get saved where God, where God struck you down at, wherever that is, you know, all right. Verse 16, and not not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. Now he's saying here both of these men, the first Adam and the second Adam, had an impact on the human race, but they didn't have the same impact. One had it to condemnation and another had it to salvation from condemnation. See, that's the way the Holy Spirit lets you know you're lost. He condemns you in your heart. Yes, he does. You see what I mean? And condemnation is, 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 is yeah, I mean it's uncomfortable. I've been there. I'd run out of the church. I'd grab the back of the bench and all that kind of stuff. I know about that. Why? I was condemned. Right. I thought the preacher was doing it. <laughs> so I kind of got aggravated at him. I went back to him after I got saved and said, Brother, thank you for not quitting me. Oh, I praise you. I thank you very much that you didn't quit praying for me and didn't quit talking to me about Jesus. And, and I grabbed him out pretty good. And that's a shame. I hate to tell you that. But that's who I was. See? Because I thought I was my own man. You meet anybody like that? Huh? I him in the mirror this They think they're their own man. And if there is a God when I get up yonder, if he's a good God, Mr. Potter, like you say is, he'll let me in. Well, the devil has led you to believe that. Because well, that's not the way God operates. I've already mentioned it a while ago. What pleases God for sin? Seeing his son hang on Calvary, that's why all this thing that please God for sin. And I'm even talking about the Old Testament saints. See what I mean? By one man, sin entered. By one man, all death and death passed upon all. And by one man is the free gift. Now, now a lot of people, a lot of people hang up on that. Mr. Paul, what do I got to do to be saved? I need to give the red cross $100? No, sir. See? No, no. You need to forget your works. Yes. Hebrews says we have ceased from our works as God ceased from his. You know, I found that out. Now, if you get saved, yeah, God wants you to live right and do right, but you don't do it to get saved. See? But the world out there See, the devil's got them cross-threaded. Bill, are you a Christian? Well, yes, yes. I go to church, and, uh, and I give money, and, uh, and, and I help the lady across the street, and I buy her some groceries, and don't you think I'll make it? Well, sir, that's good, that's good things to do, and we ought to do that for our neighbor. But that's not what the Bible says you do to get heaven. What does the Bible say? Repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. That's it. Neither is there any other, for there's none other name given under heaven, among men, whereby we must be saved. That's what Peter said. I think he's a pretty good preacher, don't you? See? So so this substitute and things or works or baptisms or church membership for for repentance is going to send a lot of people to hell. Not because I said it. Not because I said it, but because this said it. Right. When he saw the travail of his soul. You know, I was studying and thinking this week and I got Beside myself in joy. And I like that. I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying that. When I thought about Jesus on Calvary, as he was dying, he looked up and said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. That was me. I've heard people say, now, he prayed for the Romans, and he prayed for the, for the, for the uh, Jews, and he did. How about me? How about me? And boy, I like it when he come, come over there to deliver uh, Lazarus out of the grave. It, the Bible says he looked up and said, Father, I know that you always hear me. <laughs> I got news for me and you, Brother Chris. God don't always hear us but he always heard him. Amen. And since he said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. I know that God heard him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That's where the atonement was made. Atonement was made for everybody. See? Now I know the Calvinists can tell you, oh, Uh, uh, what what is to be will be whether it comes to pass or not don't you believe a word of that that is right in one sense but God has got control of it all and the Bible says for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that what? whosoever God elected don't say that did it whosoever will let him come and take the water of life freely is what he said in in, in, Revelation Revelation now, now, lest I be misunderstood, Brother Bell's been teaching, and I enjoyed it. And been, been teaching us on the attributes of God. Yes, God foreknows everything. But even these smart Calvinists don't know the mind of God. No man has known the mind of God. You see? So it's still whosoever will, let him come and take the water of life freely. And one preacher preached not long ago in our church. He preached, if you will, God will. I like that. I think that's right in our dispensation. Man, our, our generation doesn't know, I don't think they know, what a great, great opportunity we have under this dispensation. Man, Brother Bell just read not long ago where the 11 apostles, even, even in the infancy of the church after Pentecost, they preached to Jews only. They preached to Jews only. So God saved a, 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 a fellow that was killing Christians named Saul of Tarsus and sent him to me and you. And you. Now let me say this, and I believe it. When Jesus was dealing with the woman, the Syrosanitian woman, and she had faith, she was begging, she, I believe it said she was weeping. And he said it's not fit it's not meat for me to give the children's food to dogs right. She's, and her answer was correct yay Lord in other words yes Lord I'm a dog All right. but the dogs eat the crumbs that fall under the master's Ooh, table I'm not offended no. for a Jew to call me a dog oh, no. I was under that dispensation Jesus said I was but, folks, I ain't under this one. Woo. I'm accepted in the beloved. Why? Because God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Who did He give His Son to die for? The world. See? He died for everybody. Will they get saved or not? Yes. Yes. I know some people teach as well he didn't die forever. Well Hebrews said he did. So I believe I'll believe that. See? And so if you're lost, God sent Jesus Christ here to die on Calvary. A very, very grievous, hurtful, painful death. For the human race, see, so you say, why did God do that? I don't know. You'll have to ask Him. I don't even understand how how John three sixteen God so loved the world. Right. Do you understand how why God loved you so much? He'd send Jesus to die for you. Right. I believe it, but I don't know why. Right. See what I mean. So, so we see here that the first Adam. Brought brought mankind, everybody, men, women, children, everybody. He brought sin. See? He brought sin from our youth up. That's what God saw in chapter six of Genesis. He saw that man was wicked, evil from his youth up. See? And and we observe that. I mean, they got they got. A Third, fourth, and fifth graders now, they can't even control in these schools. Right. One man said, No wonder they took God out of school, so God sent them the devil. When I was growing up, I had the Ten Commandments posted on the board. They right. don't have it now. Well, okay, your kids are going to disobey the Ten Commandments. That's why you have school shootings. They don't even know what God said, Thou shalt not kill. Because they took God out of the schools. So they don't know it. And most of them don't get it at home. See? All right, I'm about out of time. But let me say this. You are important to God enough that he sent his son to die for you on Calvary's cross. Now, he saves everybody That comes to him by faith. You say. Mr. Pollard. How do I need to come to God? And I've had one or two. Well, I couldn't tell God I'm a sinner. I said why not? He already knows it. You admit to God. You are a sinner. And you admit to God. You deserve to go to hell. That's hard to do. I know. I know. And you ask God. To save you. For Christ's sake, and I believe I made this uh, statement last Sunday. If I didn't Sunday before or sometime, did you know? Did you know God did not save me and you for mine your sake? That's right. He saved us for Jesus' sake. Ephesians said, "Forgive one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you." What would that say? See what I mean? So, so God does want to save you. But you can't change the terms. You can't change God's terms. If he said in this book, that's exactly what he meant. And you can take these doctors of divinity and all that bunch and explain away God's word all you want to. But God's word fits. The problem is, as Paul told Timothy, Rightly divide the word of truth. See, study to show thyself approved. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, it's got a lot of implications. One of them is, if you get law commandments over into grace commandments, you're going to get messed up. That's why these people believe in works for salvation. See what I mean? But it's it's grace to us. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. For we are God's workmanship created unto good works. I didn't quote that just right, but I don't want to take time to run over and read it. That's that's the gist of it, I think. So I want to say to you this morning in closing that I hope and pray that my words have been an encouragement to you because I said them to you in love and not to offend you. But for me to speak the word of God, I've got to say it like it is. And the fact is that all of mankind are depraved when God looks at us. When God looks at us, we're depraved. That means, as far as God's concerned, there's no good in any man or woman, as far as he's concerned. Yes. Right. Now, when you, when you get saved, he wants you to perform what other people are not performing. See, so that's what that means. When you go, when you, when you go to a, a opera or somebody, what, what do you see? You see them performing. What does perform mean? That means they do something you can't do. See, I can't hit that high C in my singing. But they can. So they're performing. But after you get saved, God wants to perform in you things that ain't natural for human beings to do. That's why they laugh at you if they do when you're handing out tracts or preaching or preaching on the street or whatever you do. That's why they do that. You see? But that's all right. That's all right. Just keep on doing it. All right? So so let me say this in closing. If you are not saved, you need to get saved. And you can't get saved by asking a preacher to forgive you. You can't get saved by asking a pope to forgive you. You can't get saved by asking a, a deacon to forgive you. You get saved by asking God to forgive you. Amen. See, God is a spirit, and God's everywhere. Brother, Brother Bell's taught us that. God's spirit, I mean, what does Genesis 1 one and 1 and 2 say? The beginning God created heaven and the earth and the spirit moved upon the face of the waters. What does that mean? That means God was everywhere in spirit. Well, he still is. He still is, see. And so that's what we want you to do if you don't know him. Now, if you'll trust Christ as your savior, now, don't hold nothing back. Don't hold nothing back. Say, well, I'm scared of that. I was too. But, but that's where faith comes in. You have faith that God will forgive you and that God is real and that God wants to forgive you. You think he sent his son to die to be a failure? No. See, he wants you to do that. He wants you to come unto me. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, now in our dispensation, people won't come till they get they get under conviction. First of all, you don't know how to come. Second of all, you don't want to. See what I mean? So the Holy Ghost makes you desire that so that you'll do it. I believe that's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to me. I know I'm dust and ashes. But the Lord loves me, and I love Him. And I appreciate you for... Being here this morning listening to me. And just so grateful that our visitors came to be with us this morning. Okay, how many Bibles did we have? 15, Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: We'll take an offering.
0: Thank you, Virginia. Thank you, brother. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir.